Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. I appreciate you for tuning in. You know, maybe you're listening on your commute to work or maybe you're going for a stroll or maybe you got me tuned in during a workout or maybe I'm tucking you in at night. You know, it's a little late night uh, before you kill yourself episode. I appreciate you listening. Also appreciate you supporting the podcast by sharing it with friends, leaving a five-star review. I, that really uh, is an amazing way to support the podcast and everything that we do. Uh, briefly today, I just want to talk about the Meghan Markle interview that took place on Oprah yesterday, where, and I don't know how many of you are, uh, you know, following the Prince Andrew, Meghan Markle uh, saga. But in her interview with Oprah, she mentioned that uh, she had thoughts of uh, suicide. And she said it was like very scary uh, to be there. And, you know, she was, she didn't see a solution to what was happening. And I didn't watch the entire interview. I just read about it online. And, you know, and she talked about feelings of shame and how she was ashamed that she had to admit that she was suffering, that she was going through so much. And but, you know, the the institution, as she calls it, the 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 crown, basically, or, uh, you know, being in a palace, they wouldn't allow her to get get help to seek treatment because they thought it would reflect poorly on the crown and the institution, as she calls it. So she felt trapped, and she felt like there was nowhere for her to go. And, uh, you know, even in an interview, she cried and as she was sharing this. And I bring all this up to say that I know that there are people out there, I know that, you you know, you or somebody you know is, is listening in who feel like they're in the same situation where – they want to get help, but are maybe being deterred by others from getting help, either directly or indirectly. You know, directly where people are saying, don't do it, it's going to reflect badly, you won't get that promotion, you'll get a divorce, there'll be a stigma, uh, people will ostracize you, or it could be indirectly where you are just picking up cues, uh, context clues in terms of what happens to other people when they get help, or do they... Um, are they Passover for promotions? Do uh, you know? Maybe they don't get the get a loan, or or are they institutionalized? Like w- whatever you may be witnessing, whatever whatever subtle messages you may be receiving from others, or even from the media about going to get help, um, it may be deterring you. And you know, to be sitting with those feelings of shame and guilt, and like there's not a solution. It's not fair for you to have to sit with that. And so I encourage you to to reach out and get help. And also, um, you know, a lot of times when we feel like there's no solution, that's the thing I really want to drill down on is her saying, like, you know, she just felt like there was no solution to what was going on. And when we look at resilience, when we look at grit, when we look at uh, buoyancy, right, um, there are three P's to that. There are three P's to, um, 
coping with whatever situation you're in and distract. And I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but the three P's are um, permanent, pervasive, and um, uh, personal, right? So when we reach that place where we feel like uh, we are hopeless, when we feel like uh, there's no right way to turn, when there's nowhere to go, then our brain tends to think of things in terms of it's permanent, as in uh, this will never change. And then we also view it as personal. This always happens to me. And then we view it as pervasive. Everything always goes wrong. Nothing ever goes right. And so when we are viewing the world and our situation as permanent, personal, and pervasive, then it does leave us feeling like there's no solution and there's no way out and we feel trapped and there's nowhere to go. And so then we don't reach out for help because we go, what's the use of asking for help if everything is permanent, personal, and pervasive? Um, So, but what we want to do, right, is we want to reframe that. Instead of feeling like things are permanent, personal, and pervasive, we want to take an optimistic view and look at things as transient, situational, and specific, right? So transient is, you know, it goes back to that old Bible verse, this too shall pass, or is the situation, right? That's just a way of making it not about you, but it's about the situation, or in this case, things didn't go so well. So that's how you can be specific. Instead of saying things never go well, say, you know what, in this case, things didn't go well. Um, so reframe whatever you're going through as transient, right? This too shall pass. It's just like your thoughts are transient. There are clouds moving through the sky. Um, you know, there's a bedtime story that Michelle and I listened to where they say, leave the front door open and the back door open and let the thoughts come on through. Just don't offer them any tea. Don't, don't let them sit down. Don't let them kick their feet up right? Just keep the front door, back door open because it's transient. It's like the ebbing and flowing of, of the, of the, of the ocean, of the water. And then it's situational. Be like, you know what? This is specific to this situation. It's not, it's not specific to me. Meaning that, um, you know, maybe if the situation didn't go according to plan, um, or, uh, let me rephrase that. Um, looking at it as situational versus personal means that in this situation, in this context, this is what happened, but it's not a reflection of me. You know, it's like someone who has been assaulted on the street. They could view it as, oh, I drew this to myself. I must be putting out energy. That's a lot, you know, um, asking people to attack me versus, you know what? I was in a bad neighborhood. And, and bad things happen in bad neighborhoods. So don't make it, don't take it personal, make it situational. Or even, um, you know, if you're getting in a fight with somebody, an argument, and someone says something to you that hurts your feelings, look at it as a situation and not that it, it's about you. It's about the fact that maybe that person hadn't slept the night before or, um, you know, their response was drug-induced. They were they were on drugs or maybe they got fired from work or, you know, it's, you, they were upset already and you just happen to be in their line of fire. 
So make things situational, not specific. And, you know, like I said, the last part is, uh, in this case, things didn't go well. That's, that's how you can be specific as in, you know what, Tuesday at 3 o'clock, I was really upset, but today is Wednesday, uh, 4 o'clock, and I'm happy now. I'm cool. So it And, and look at people the same way. Just because somebody or a thing didn't go well a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, or even with your parents, you're like, my parents are always like, that was then, what's happening now? And so, you know, one of my favorite phrases is, uh, instead of telling people, I'll see you later, is saying, I'll see you in the moment, right? I'll see you in the moment. And, I, and I've mentioned that on previous episodes, but it's just a reminder of like taking, taking in the moment for what it is versus for what it was a week ago, a year ago, 20 years ago. You know, a lot of us were still holding on to something that was said, uh, you know, from high school or from when we were kids. That was then. But what is the moment now? Where are you now? What do you see now? What do you hear right now? What do you feel? Do you feel a breeze on your skin right now? What are you smelling right now? Right now my mom is in town and she's making some rice and beans. So I'm smelling rice and beans with onions and uh, all, all the seasonings and spices in there. And the place smells incredible. So what's happening now in the moment? Be specific. So once again, you know, I want you to go from seeing things as permanent, personal, and pervasive to seeing things as transient, situational, and specific. And I'll link to the, uh, the website that I'm uh, referencing to in the show notes so you can check that out and do some more reading on it. There, there's a lot of uh, uh, articles and, and, and uh, uh, even uh, websites that talk about these three Ps and and then, you know, how to reframe those three Ps. So I thank you for tuning in. Uh, to, what's today? Today is Monday. Monday. Wow. The year is flying by fast. It's, uh, I think it's March 8th already. Sheesh. Yeah, March 8th on Monday. Um, my mom's in town. My sister will be here pretty soon with my nephew. We have a, the same birthday, March 18th. And uh, we're, we're going to be rolling around. If you're in Omaha, Nebraska, we have listeners, uh, you know, I look at the stat. There's listeners from all over the world. If you're in Omaha, Nebraska, I'll be at the Funny Bone March 11th through the 13th. Omaha Funny Bone. And uh, I appreciate you tuning in. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you going to get help, for you calling the 1-800-SUICIDE or 1-800-273-TALK. Um, if you are an exec and you're crushing it at work, you are getting promoted, uh, you got all the money in the bank, but you feel like you have no, no soul, no, no love in your heart, no connection. You're, you're searching for meaning. You feel alone in your journey. Go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours, with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.